Good morning, everyone. What a day to be alive in Christ, and welcome to our Friday broadcast. <clears throat> this is George Watkins, and we are always pleased, blessed, and happy to see you again. Amen. Well, it's winter time. You can see by the scenery behind me that uh, I'm already thinking of snow. <laughs> We've had a little bit yet, but not much yet. It's a coming. Anyway, I want to remind you of a couple of things. First of all, you are still a son and daughter of God, in spite of the fact that someone is trying to throw guilt and condemnation at you because they are looking at your flaws or trying to pick out something in you that doesn't fit their particular doctrinal list. Okay, start off with a bang here because the thought today is that <clears throat> sin consciousness and sin memory and all the things that go along with that God said, I have forgotten. I've forgotten and I've removed them and I have no memory. <laughs> oh my, what a joy it is to be free from the, from the junk and the memory and the loss of the past. That's what salvation is. It's cutting us off and starting anew. Well, that sounds almost like fantasy land to some of us who have struggled and every one of us have to go through that process or that, that journey, I should say, of discovering our freedoms of who we are and what God has done for us. <laughs> so today I want to just bring a couple of verses out as we uh, continue to talk about this good subject of being free from sin. It's an interesting thing, you know. There's a there's a number of don't touch that subject attitude in the church. And one of them is sinlessness, living without sin and living above the memory and the and the uh, and the weight of it. <clears throat> that is a hot subject, a hot point. <laughs> I've I've run into it a few times. Well, let's talk about that today just for a bit. If Jesus really did what he promised he would do in the scripture, and that is he would remove from us our guilt and our sins and remove them as far as the east is from the west. Now you try to measure that. It's endless, isn't it? The north and the south you can measure, but not the east and the west because you keep going. Every time you go, you keep going. You keep, you can't find it. <laughs> so, Someone today that's listening is going to be blasted out of that place you've been frozen in and you can't seem to go forward because of the memory and the guilt and the thoughts of failure. Well, Hebrews 10 and 16, let me read that to you. Since therefore, brethren, uh, we have confidence... That's 19. 19 is good too, but we'll go to 16. All right. <clears throat> this is the covenant that I will make with them. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws upon their heart and upon their minds, I will write them. 
He then said, and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Now, where there is forgiveness of these things, there is no longer any offering for sin. One of the um, scriptures in the book of Hebrews talks about the what we refer to as the unpardonable sin. And it's read so many ways and interpreted so many ways that have put people in quite a bit of bondage at times. But let me tell you in simple terms, the unpardonable sin is simply as long as someone holds Jesus in a certain process, a certain place in their mind, there is no repentance of sin. That place they would hold in their mind is a continual, he's on the cross, he's never resurrected, he goes back to the cross, he's never resurrected, he's not the Christ that really can forgive sin, so therefore my sins can't be forgiven. Now, that's not a total teaching on that subject, but I want you to catch the power of freedom from the memory of sin. This is called sin consciousness. Sin consciousness. We're always conscious of sin. Now, if we've if we've uh, slowed down a little bit, we'll go to church and hear a good sermon on thou shalt not and thou shalt not. <laughs> we hear more thou shalt nots than thou shalt do's. That's bad English, but good teaching. <laughs> sin consciousness. As long as we have sin consciousness, we will continue to find fault with ourselves and we will find failures in us. We will keep picking and poking at us. And that generates guilt and guilt generates something in us that we, we want to run away from God. When there's guilt and shame, we will run away and hide. That's what Adam did, didn't he? He hid. I was ashamed. I wanted to hide. And so sin consciousness, the, the conscious awareness that we were a drug addict, a murderer, a thief, a liar, a, you know, just a creep, <laughs> whatever we were, as long as that's permeating our memory and our consciousness and our awareness that who I, I was, I'm still kind of like that. And watch out. If I don't, if I'm not careful, I'm going to go right back there. Well, what is the power of salvation if it's not transformation? And transformation takes the old man, buries that sucker, and leaves it in the ground. <laughs> and the new man in Christ rises, and you are, you are in his likeness with his mind and his spirit and his love. Amen. Love attracts guilt Re, uh, repels. If I'm guilty and I act guilty, my head's down, my eyes are down, I don't look people in the eye, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to want to be around anybody because I feel guilty. When I when I'm not feeling guilty, when I know that I'm you know, I'm I'm innocent, then I'm up, I'm bold, I look you in the eye. <laughs> I'm strong. Why? Because I know I'm not guilty. All right, now. What do we do with this? What do we do with this? Romans 8.1 says, there is therefore now no condemnation. So a sin consciousness, being aware of my sins and nervous that I'm going to sin again. The common prayer of the uh, evangelical Christian, 
and perhaps all Christian brands. At the end of the day, Lord, forgive me of my sins. So it's built into our Christian DNA through teaching, preaching, and, you know, misunderstanding that I have, I seem like I have to sin or I do sin. I sin all the time. Come on. We are not bound and, and condemned to a sinful life or a repetitive sinful life. Now, James tells us, hey, look, bud, don't sin. Well, something like that. <laughs> and then he, then he has a little caveat. He says, hey, but if you do, you've got a righteous redeemer. Repent. Now, what does repent mean? Repent does not mean I'm terribly sorry and I weep and I cry and I moan. I feel bad about it and I want to show repentance. And so I'm I'm on the floor and I'm bowing and scraping. Now that, you know, you're sorry for it, sure. But real repentance is going back to where you were or to the top, being restored back to where you were. So repent means I'm going back to where God has me. And that is in his, well, we're in him. We're in Christ Jesus. <laughs> wow. I Every time I crack the book open, the Bible, I am amazed at what I see. I've been looking at this thing a long time, and it's new every day. Every time you read this, you read, you, you choose a verse, choose your favorite verse and read it every day for 10 days. And I guarantee you, if you'll take notes, you'll find something new on the 10th day you didn't find in the other days. And every day there will be something happen. Why? Because it's a living testimony of Jesus Christ. That's where we get our life from, isn't it? So Romans 8, 1 says, there is no, therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. I'm not guilty. Paul said, all things are lawful. Did you know that before that law came, there was no guilt? <laughs> That's kind of weird, isn't it? All those bad guys out there banging each other around, beating each other up and killing each other. It says the law came and identified sin. So now there's sin. Well, then when the law was fulfilled in Christ Jesus, and he did all the things that he had come to do, he sacrificed himself and did away with sin. How do you do away with sin? I'll prove, I'll prove that wrong. I'm going to go right out and do a sin. <laughs> well, argue that all you want. That's what the scriptures tell us. Our, our challenge is understanding and having a revelation on what these scriptures are talking to us about today. Free from sin and the guilt of sin. Free from the memory. Free from the stain. Free from the, from the pain. Free from all the things that weigh us down. And I guarantee you, sin doesn't have a time clock on it. You can feel as bad and guilty about it 25 years from now as you do, you know, five minutes after the crime because it continues to drill you down into nothing. 
So Jesus said, I have released you from that. <laughs> well, condemnation and guilt will drive you away from God. But love will attract and draw you to the Father. Isn't that something? Oh, my goodness. What a Friday message this is to realize we are free from guilt. Okay, what do you do with this? You bring it before the Father and ask him for grace. Now, grace is the enabling power of Christ and the Holy Ghost to do in you what he has promised to do and to bring you and propel you towards your purpose and your destination. So we need grace. So when that thing comes up, and it it will, the old mind has to be reprogrammed. The old comes around, well, don't you remember this? And you and we have a flash, and then we have a memory, and the old song comes up on the radio, or we see somebody's picture, and the memories come back. So what do you do? You say, Lord, I speak grace to that. I speak grace to that situation, and I'm just releasing the power of Christ in me to be free from the past. And let my mind be renewed to what the scriptures and what the word of God says about me. I'm a new creature in Christ. That old guy's dead. He's in the ground, and I ain't letting him out. <laughs> uh, he is stuck. I'm nailing the coffin tight because I'm a new creature in Christ. Wow. Well, I'm happy about that, and I know you are too. All right, Hebrews 10, 16. This is the covenant I will make with you, and I will remember your sins no more. Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Now, this scripture is not conditional. That's an interesting one. This scripture is not conditional. Let me go to Romans 8. These translators are bound up in the thought that they got to do something to help God out. Now, let me show you something here. That's <laughs> a tricky, little tricky uh, thing they try. Look at this. There's therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Let me read it again. There is therefore now no condemnation. For those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. No works in there. It's all God. No works. It's all God. We say, what do I do? You receive. You trust. Trusting is believing. You just say, yes, Lord, that's me. I receive it. It's mine. You watch it work in your life. Okay. Well, God bless you tonight, this morning. Pardon me. And we will see you on Sunday night at 6 o'clock. Be sure and subscribe if you haven't. Give me a thumbs up and a like on on Facebook. And um, we are also on on a couple of a couple of other platforms. We've got a podcast down below. You can find that. You can put that on your iPhone and so forth. It's a good deal to carry around with you. And if the Lord's nudging you to send us a gift, we receive it right below in PayPal or the address 
is still working. Amen. Until Sunday night, we will see you. Have a super Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be a banner time. Be aware of your purpose in life and watch it happen as you walk it out. God bless.